Welcome to the Talking Crew Podcast with yours truly, Alan Crew. Sorry guys, I'm a day late. You know how it is, Easter Sunday. I was in a food coma, drank too much. I didn't do shit all day except eat eat like like I didn't care about life. <laughs> and then I drank like I definitely didn't care about life. I drank a lot of beer. Uh, it was rough. It was rough. Towards the end of the day, I didn't feel like doing shit. So now I'm here. I just got off of work. So I'm going to go ahead and knock these 45 minutes out of the way real quick. Uh, I'm going to cover some shit from the weekend. Um, first of all, let me address the elephant in the room. Uh, the Cleveland shooting. What a sick fuck, man. How I just don't even know what to say about it. How are you gonna? First of all, you're the shooter is a fuck boy. If you didn't know what a fuck boy was before, now you know officially what a fuck boy is. That whole situation, how he carried it, that's a fuck boy. So if you don't know what's going on with this Cleveland thing, I'll just run through it real quick. Some dickhead, dude, piece of shit. His girlfriend broke up with him. He's all butthurt about it. So he retaliates by killing a 74-year-old man on Easter Sunday walking home from the store. He drives up on this dude, has no connection to him at all. Just a random act. He just... He's driving down the road on Facebook Live bitching about how terrible his life is and all this other shit. He sees this old man. He's like, oh, I'm about to kill this motherfucker right here. I'm about to kill this old man. Runs up on him and makes the old man say his ex-girlfriend's name. I think her name was like something Joy. I don't know. Joy Lane Joy or Joy Lane. Something like that. I think her name's Joy Lane. Anyways, he says to the old man, hey, say Joy Lane. The old man says, Joy Lane, I don't know a Joy Lane. As he's saying that, this dude points the gun in his face on the fucking camera and points it at this old man and says, "Um, well, it's her fault that this is about to happen to you. Bang, shoots him right in the head and kills him. Now, now this dude hops in his car like nothing happened, drives away, and he's been on the run ever since. Now, there's all these crazy rumors that he's in Pennsylvania now, all this shit. Really, they don't know where the fuck he is. Uh, they don't know if he's still in the same vehicle. They, they're, they're assuming he's in the same vehicle, but they really don't know much else about it. Now, I heard this rumor come out that his ex-girlfriend said that she caught him cheating on her with another man. I guess he was a closet homosexual, and I guess he had been cheating on her for years or something with a man. And she caught him, and she just couldn't deal with it, you know, which is understandable. She broke up with him, and I think he just lost it, man, and, and couldn't accept being outed like that. You know, and I think he just, 
is sick in the head, man. And he just, he's obviously a narcissist. Like, he's a narcissistic fuck, without a doubt. And he just went into this narcissistic rage, I guess. And, and this is the result. This is, oh, that is, there's a serious problem with how easy it is to get a, a gun. You know? Like, that motherfucker should never have been able to buy a gun. I'm not using this as an opportunity to push my political views, but come on, you gotta feel me on this. Example. I can go into the store, I can fill out an application for a pistol, send it in. Day or two later, they call me like, Mr. Crew, you're good, you have no record. Boom, go pay cash, get the gun. That's it. Now, you go to apply for a job at fucking Foot Locker, you have to take a personality test. And it's online, and it's long as fuck. Who remembers having to do those for petty jobs, right? You got to go fill out like a fucking 30-page questionnaire, a multiple choice, and they're those questions that fuck with your head. Like, questions like, um, do you think most people lie? Agree? It's like, disagree? Or strongly disagree, disagree, agree, strongly agree. A, B, C, or D, which one? You know those kind of questions? How come you got to take a test with a hundred of those kind of questions for a part-time job making minimum wage, but there ain't nothing, no personality test for buying a pistol or an assault rifle? I don't understand that, man. Like, damn. I'm not saying take away the guns, but god damn, there's got to be a way to tell if someone's a little, got a couple screws loose in their fucking head. They shouldn't be buying no goddamn gun. You know what I'm saying? Like, how many people got, how many times this got to happen? I know it's always been happening, but that don't make it okay. That's always the argument. This isn't new. This, this only because social media, do you hear about it all the time? Okay. I might, I might feel you on that. Alright, okay It shouldn't be happening at all How about that? How do you argue with that? You know, some people are just fucking sick, dude Sick in the head Um So yeah, um That shit's terrible The old man's name was Robert Robert Goodwell or something like that So prayers for his family Um I couldn't even imagine my grandpa walking home and bang for no reason. So prayers for them. I know that shit's tough and fuck that shooter. That motherfucker, there's a special place for people like that. He'll be there soon enough. <clears throat> so as I'm going through Twitter, because Twitter gives you more news than the fucking news. If you ever want to find out what's going on in the world... News-wise, go to Twitter. Don't even watch the news. So, I was um going through Twitter, and of course, right off the break, there's always the conspiracy bastards, man. Can you believe that there's actually somebody out there that says that this shit is fake? 
that this shooting didn't really happen, that everybody's actors, like that this old man, is that's not a real person, that's an actor, and his crying family on the news is paid actors, that people will literally do shit like this for money. What the fuck? So you mean to tell me that the shooter volunteered to destroy his whole existence for some money to to fake like he shot somebody in this fashion for what what's the narrative here what why would they do that i watch these videos and they never really give you a real reason like okay you 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 think this right that this shit is fake but why why would they do it and they never really give a real definitive reason why they would fabricate this whole thing they say it's to psychological warfare on the american people but what is the end result what what's the end game here what are you trying to establish that's the problem i get with these conspiracies man now don't get me wrong i'm, I'm i love conspiracies there's some weird in- intrigue about them i love them i could watch them all day if they make sense I can also, uh, but I'm pretty good at picking and choosing what kind of conspiracy shit is, like, over the top. Like, Alex Jones, some of the shit he says, I'm like, alright, I could dig it. And some of the other shit this guy spews is fucking madness. Like, this dude literally said, and I shit you not, Alex Jones is a conspiracy theorist. He has a website called infowars.com he literally said that obama is poisoning the water to make people homosexual and he can prove it because frogs are gay now from the water i'm like what dude and he spews this shit like what are you talking about so how do you explain the people that ain't gay Oh, the water didn't... They don't drink enough water? <laughs> I don't get it, man. Ooh, I don't get it. I don't get it. And and I seen this Alex Jones guy, right? Listen to this. You want to talk about a sellout. He's going through a divorce right now, right? Or he's already in a divorce. But he's in a custody battle with his ex-wife over their three kids, right? He's got custody, but the wife is saying that he is not a fit parent because he's n- he's not mentally stable, which I could see that argument. I see this dude's website. I watch him on YouTube and shit. Dude, he's I get there's like you want to be animated cuz you're a radio personality. I get that. But when you're fucking batshit nuts every time you're on camera, I don't know if that's a show anymore. I think you're really batshit nuts. Like, this shit has really gotten the best of you. Like, so, anyways, I was reading, and this is the wife's claim that she should get custody because this dude's nuts. His attorney fires back. Now, listen to this. My client, Alex Jones, knows the things he says are a lie, it's an act. He's not a conspiracy theorist. He's an actor. Alex Jones was okay with that? That's your defense, Alex Jones? What? 
what? Like, you just lost all credibility with me, dude. So which one is it? Are do you, do you do you believe that? Are you just coming clean now that you are in fact an act? Or like what are you are you just like totally denying this whole platform now? Like I don't man, I just read that I couldn't believe it. You know, that shit is crazy to me. Alex Jones. This is the same Alex Jones that went on Joe Rogan and said that the U.S. government is intergalactic, or what did he say? They're intergalactic aliens that jump through dimensions to profit off of child sex slaves. Like, that's great. That's the same dude. So, and that's after he took, like, two hits of weed, he went down that rabbit hole. Any guy that says some shit like that... Man, that's a whole different kind of crazy. Uh, I used to like Alex Jones a lot too, man. Like I used to watch his shit. He spilled the beans on a lot of shit before it really blew up. Like before the media got to it. Like he was talking about Pizzagate. He was talking about Pizzagate before it was leaked in the WikiLeaks shit. And I don't know if anyone's familiar with the Pizzagate thing. I'm not going to lie, I was guilty, I fell into that rabbit hole That Pizzagate shit was weird to me Can't even lie, thought it was the weirdest story If you don't know what it is, I'll run you through it briefly Pizzagate I don't know 100% all the details, I might be butchering this whole conspiracy But it's my understanding that somebody connected to the Hillary campaign let me look up his name. I I can't think of his name right now. Let me before I get too far into Pizzagate. Let me Pizzagate. Here we go. Um. Okay. Blah 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 blah. Podesta. Okay. So basically, John Podesta. Um who was a White House chief of staff, his emails were leaked. And in his leaked emails, it was just polluted with this encrypted talk. And all the talk, these emails revolved around references to pizza and hot dogs and almonds, like weird weird things like that, like cheese pizza, and pepperoni pizza and and they were always weird conversations like hey sorry about the pizzas this weekend but i was told that next weekend the pizzas are going to be worth the money right and then there'd be like weird dollar amounts like $20,000 worth of pizza for you guys this weekend $20,000 worth of pizza? The fuck? Like, so then what came out is that they're saying that these terms are code for different forms of child sex trafficking. Like a cheese pizza is little girls. Pepperoni pizza is little boys. Almonds are colored kids, little colored kids. Whether they're Hispanic or black, they didn't really get into it, but Podesta was wrapped up in this shit, right? They were his emails. 
And then, so I'm digging into this rabbit hole further and further. And come to find out that there's this place called Comet Ping Pong, which is in D.C. And it's this place where that they say is trafficking these kids. So Comet Ping Pong is attached to the pizza spot. Or Comet Ping Pong is the pizza spot. It's some weird shit. Anyways, the owner of Comet Ping Pong, he has a... uh, 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 His boyfriend helps him run the place. And his boyfriend's Instagram has got some weird shit in it too. Like, weird. Like, weird pictures of kids with their hands duct taped. And just creepy shit. Like, really... I don't know. It's like they're throwing it in your face, kind of, but not blatantly saying the shit. I can't. Dude, this rabbit hole gets deep. I got lost in it. I was like, what? I was reading shit and reading shit. That's the one thing about these fucking um, conspiracies is if you let it, they will take you for a fucking ride. So, yeah, anyways, I got lost in this Pizzagate shit, and... Then I started finding out that Podesta has really strange artwork in his house of, like, naked kids, like, in weird poses and, like, paintings of kids in their underwear with heels on and shit. Just really fucking weird. And um, Alex Jones broke this story, and this story made the news, you know? But he broke this story way before the news got a hold of it and way before WikiLeaks leaked the shit leaked these emails and then next thing you know all of a sudden that's when this term came out of fake news right so they labeled this pizza gate story as fake news and they said how dangerous fake news is you didn't hear anything about fake news till that story leaked which is really peculiar in itself i just I am just losing all faith in humanity. I know I ain't the only one, man. I know y'all listening to me on some of this shit. You're you're right there with me, man. Like, what the fuck is going on? We're over here rattling sabers with North Korea, which we always have done. But now there's, like, nuclear, nuclear threats. They're evacuating cities in North Korea. They're trying to launch missiles that keep failing. Trump has fucking... Ships in the water just facing the country ready. They got jets lined up, like, ready to bomb them to smithereens. You know how many innocent people are about to die in that country all over this shit? Like, don't get me wrong. The president of North Korea, crazy fuck, without a doubt. He probably should have been taken out a long time ago. But he's one of those guys, you don't need to go to war with that country. You don't. The country, his own people hate him. They fear him. They don't respect him. Okay? He just reigns with terror, and he manipulates them and manipulates their media, and they just fall in line because they know better. Because if you disagree, you go missing. You know how easy it would be to get a coup going over there? Military or whatever the fuck. Political coup. Dude, do it. Do it like the CIA always did it. Send somebody over there and poison that motherfucker. Kill his ass. Assassination. Shit, what, what's stopping us now? We've done it. The U.S. has done it all throughout history, man. What's, what's one more? 
you assassinate him. Someone will come to power. Fuck it, assassinate him. Have and then have a political coup over there. Political coup, and then next thing you know, you could force feed him democracy, just like you done everywhere else. You know, like man, I just I'm tripping out over this shit, man. It's disturbing, disturbing. I get in these ruts, and I've been thinking about this shit all weekend. And then what this shit that happened on um. Easter didn't help. That's another thing. It's like I've been. It's like I like to get on my podcast and laugh and shit, you know, and think of funny shit. But lately, man, there ain't much to laugh about right now. Shit is crazy, man. It's all fucked up. It's all fucked up. It's not even just the news. I mean, shit. Everywhere you turn, it's just fuckery. There's overdoses all over the fucking place, man. On top of that. It's fucking crazy. Uh, Let me switch it up, though. Let me talk about some other shit. Uh, I'll talk about uh, my experiences in the restaurant business. How about that? Because I know there's a lot of people out there, you know, that are bartending... Serving tables, cooking, you know, all that kitchen work stuff. And if you're bartending, you're basically in the restaurant business, you know. I mean, most bars serve food. or Most bars are connected to a restaurant. Um, so what I was going to say is I hate the restaurant business. I serve tables. I've cooked before. You know, I've washed dishes, you know, I've served drinks. I hate it. I'll tell you why I hate it, man. Because when people are hungry, they are irrational as fuck. Majority. It's not, it's hard for people to relate to that statistic if they've never served food. But if you've served food, you get to see every person you come into contact with that comes into your place of business is hungry. And you can't tell me how many of those motherfuckers make no sense. When they're hungry, they don't know how to read the menu all of a sudden. They, like, forget how to read. Then they forget, like, how to admit when they're wrong. They forget how to have manners. You know, they can't even admit, like, I man, like, when they order food and, and you know, you tell them what's on the menu. Like, this comes with this, 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 and this. Then these motherfuckers order it and then get mad when it's got this, this, and this on it. I can't stand it. I don't like people as it is. So the restaurant business, oh my God, it takes a special somebody. I did it for a couple years. I could never do it again, man. I don't know how people own restaurants. You know, like my sister and her husband, they own a couple restaurants. You know, they got a nice little um, little junior empire building up over there in Green Bay. <coughs> if you're ever in Green Bay... Check out my sister's restaurants, El Presidente. 
Let me plug that in real quick. <laughs> it's great food and, and great service, great drinks, you know, and you get a lot of food for the, for the price. You get a lot of booze for the price. And I'm not even being biased, man. You can go to their website, check out their Facebook page. They get good reviews. They just a, that's a dope-ass restaurant. It's a Mexican spot, but I don't know how they do it. I don't know how, how I have so much respect for people because I've seen, I've observed what it's like to actually own a restaurant and everything that goes into it, man. That shit is no joke. It's early mornings and late nights, you know, for a long time, for a long time. And it's, you know, you're in a hot-ass kitchen. You're dealing with pissy people. You're dealing with shitty employees. Because let's be honest, restaurants get their share of shitty-ass employees. Everybody trying to steal some shit, lie about some shit, just, you know, cut corners. There's also great employees, a lot of great employees as well. But it's just such a damn, man. There's a lot of sexual harassment in restaurants. Man, I've, I mean, I've worked in a, quite a few restaurants, you know, and I just always seen that shit. That shit goes down, man. Girls be getting sexually harassed in restaurants. Uh, It's weird, too, because I don't get that. Like, I don't get why dudes are like that. Like, I, I've never, at least to my knowledge, maybe I have done it and I wasn't aware, but I've never been one of those type of dudes that sexually harasses chicks man that you work with at all actually at all but especially when you work with them like i don't put my hands on girls i don't say dirty ass shit like that to them you know i don't get why dudes how dudes are like that man don't you feel weird don't you feel awkward like putting your hands on a girl that don't want you putting your hands on her like smacking her ass or like Saying just weird shit, man. Like saying off the wall shit you shouldn't be saying. I don't understand why dudes are like that. But there's a lot of that in the restaurant business. So it's a tough, it's a tough uh, grind working in the restaurant business and bartending. Whew. I don't know how you guys can put up with drunk people when you're sober. <laughs> and you know dudes say well dudes are already kind of like pigs we're dogs i'll admit it we're dogs but you get a couple drinks up in you whoa and the animals come out to play you know so i don't know how women put up with that shit man you gotta have some thick skin but you know a lot of bartenders are tough too they'll say it like uh, they're, they could be rude, I think, because they have to be. I respect the grind. I've just seen, I've sat back and observed bar, the bar environment. Such a, <laughs> such a shit show, man. And, and dudes have terrible bar manners, like, snapping their fingers for drinks and shit. And being like, hey, you, hey, I need this, I, I want this, like, man... If you if you observe the bar, let me let me tell you something. I don't care how busy the bar is. If you sit back, patience is a virtue, brother. Just have your method of payment in hand ready, 
and try to make eye contact with the bartender. That way they know you're there. And what they'll start to do is they'll make eye contact with the people around you as well. I've noticed this. I've seen this. And they'll make their way around the bar, man. That's how they do. They, You know, they boom, 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 boom around the bar. And then they'll come back around, you know. Just find that sweet spot and always go to that sweet spot. I notice that too. If I order a drink from a spot at the bar and I leave and go, you know, do my own thing somewhere. And then I come back to the bar. I try to find that same spot where I ordered the drink because when the bartender locks eyes with you, it's like triggers memory. Like, oh, I remember that guy. He was standing there last time. I got him. And, you know, they might even fucking remember what you ordered, you know, depending how busy they were. You know, that's how that's how that shit works. So then freshly, if you're freshly 21 and listening to my shit, <laughs> keep that in mind. And, you know, even them old motherfuckers, Keep that in mind, too. Don't be no fucking assholes. Like, ugh, ma'am. Hey. Hey, I, I need my, I, I want my, yeah, like that. <laughs> oh, man, I got another funny story for you guys. The best story. I have the best story for you guys. It's a great story. One of the greatest. I always have the greatest story. That's a Donald Trump right there. <clears throat> Let me tell you though. So this was some years ago. I think I was probably 22. 22 probably. Yeah, maybe maybe even 21. 21, 22. Uh, I had a buddy. I have a buddy. His name is Goat. Goat. What up, brother? So he had this spot. I used to stay there all the time. It's like I basically lived there. It was in Baltimore County. It was off of Rossville Boulevard, off of Pulaski. I know some of y'all know where that's at. So he had this spot. And one weekend, it was like a Halloween something. It was near Halloween. I think it was some sort of costume party shenanigans shit, right? You know how the bars always have the costume parties. So, <clears throat> we all meet up at Goats. I didn't meet up there. I was already there because, like I said, I basically lived there. And it was me, Goat, Bell, my boy AJ, a.k.a. Adrian. Adrian. AJ was there. Uh, my boy Nate was there. Shout out, Nate. What up, bruh? And my boy Kuda was there. Pretty sure Kuda was there. Anyways, we all meet up. We're like, hey, there's this hood rat ass bar around the corner. It's called Cheers. Let's go there. It was always broads there, man. That place was always had broads. The nastiest of broads. It was great. It's a classy, classy, classy spot. So we all go there. And let me tell you what this place was like. Security out the ass, metal detectors, pat downs, you know, the wands, everything. So you wait in line, you make it through that. Then you go into the building where you go through the second phase where they kind of check your ID, the police check your shit. The, um, you know, they, they eyeball you and they let you, you pay your cover, you go in the club. 
You go in the club, the floor is sticky everywhere. It's one of them spots where it's dark as shit. You can't see nothing. There's like a, an occasional flash of a strobe light, but the floor is sticky as fuck. That's how you, that's how you know where to go. Because once the floor is not sticky nowhere, you know that you're about to bump into the wall. So what you do is you follow the stick. You follow the stick. That'll lead you to the bar. And then from the bar, the stick will lead you to the dance floor. <laughs> that's exactly how it works. So, you know, you so you're walking around like a goddamn gecko with his fucking suction cup stuck to the glass, right? Get to the bar. I think it was uh $20 all you can drink, you just tip the bartender. And it was like they had like five big ass jugs of pre-mixed shit, you know? They had like Thug Passion pre-mixed. They had fucking um, Long Island mix. They had um, they had some shit mixed up, right? So you go up there, and you order your drink. You tip them. Um, I always just got what did I order from there? Um, I think I just would order like I was twenty one, twenty two. So I was probably ordering like Ciroc and pineapples. Yeah, Ciroc and pineapple. That was what I was ordering. And tip, whatever. And <clears throat> you get your drink, and we went to the dance floor. We were all we were in there pretty deep, you know. It was like six of us. And, you know, there's girls all twerking and fucking dance, pussy popping on handstands and shit, you know. The whole walls are mirrors. Um, And I'm sitting there. And I was probably the only white dude in the spot, to be honest. Probably. And I'm only half white. I'm half Mexican. But I was the most light-skinned motherfucker in that club. And we're in there chilling, whatever. And the only white chick in the spot spotted me from across the bar. And, of course, she was dancing all fucking crazy. Whipping her head back and forth and twerking and busting the splits and shit. This bitch sees me from across the dance floor. Immediately comes. This bitch jumps and wraps her fucking legs around me. I'm sitting there with my cup. I almost lose my drink. The shit splashes all over my chest. I almost fall back. This bitch is like twerking with her legs around me. This shit threw me off guard. One of my homies, I think it was Kuda, he had to hold me up. I almost fell down. This bitch got me like that. So I'm like, oh, whoa, whoa, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't really feeling it. She wasn't the cutest thing. Like her body was nice, but uh, her face, I could just tell it wasn't, it wasn't up to par. So I was just trying to be nice, and you know, I kind of once, once I got a chance, I broke and I was out of there, right? But this one chick came up to my boy Adrian, and she's a, uh, she. She's not a bad looking girl. She's a little, you know, she's a little bit on the squishier side. You know what I'm saying? She's a little plumper, but not bad. I don't mind a plumper. You know what I'm saying? It's love regardless, but that was the situation. So AJ's all over this one. By the end of the night, man, it's a shit show, okay? We are so fucking drunk. I'm wasted. Everybody's just wasted. And the girl wasn't that drunk so she drove us all back to goat's apartment you walk up in the apartment to the left uh, there's a couch 
right with a TV on the right on the other side of the living room. Go into Goat's room. It's a bare mattress with a whole bunch of boxes. This motherfucker moved in and never unpacked. You go into the dining room. There's no dining room. There's just like a two-inch thick mattress on the floor. <laughs> so everybody's just wasted. Um, Kuda, I think he got there and he left. Uh, I'm pretty sure Nate was in the bathroom. I don't know if he was puking or what, but he was MIA. And Goat was in the room, in his bedroom. So me and Belle are sitting on the couch. You know, we're smoking a little Chiba. You know what I'm saying? We rolled up a little something, something. We're chiefing. And AJ is just banging this chick on the floor right in front of us. (laughs) Oh, so weird, man. AJ's my brother. We're all brothers. We all grew up together, man. We've known each other since shit. Since before I could grow a beard. All right, if that tells you anything. So, AJ's just banging this chick, and, you know, that's whatever. Me and Belle are watching this incredible, uh, incredible show of force. <laughs> uh, anyways, AJ's just going to town, and, and we hear this weird-ass sound, man. Like, I swear I can't make this up. It was like this. Me and Belle look at each other. And we both said it together. What the fuck is that noise? And AJ got so mad because I'm pretty sure it was his balls. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. And he's like, shut the fuck up, guys. And he starts giggling. So we're like, whoa, whoa, this is getting weird now. So I get up and I go into Goat's room. I look, I open the door. Goat's laying in his bed with the lights on. He's laying face down in his own vomit on the bare mattress. So I'm drunk, you know, I'm like, oh, shit. I run in there, I roll him over to his side. He's got puke all over his face. He's just out of it. I'm, I'm like, smacking him. His eyes are, like, open, and they're rolling around. He's drunk as shit. I'm like, bro, you good? And he's like, yeah. Now, allegedly, allegedly I spooned him. I don't remember that. I think I just laid next to him and made sure he was all right, and then I fell asleep. I mean, but I do I do remember when I woke up, he was on my arm, and I was, like, kind of spooning him. But I don't think that's how it started, you know what I'm saying? And don't everyone had their fucking clothes on, all right? This is my bro. I mean, but to this day, he always brings this shit up. Like, bro, you remember that time when you spooned me when I was sick? You, like, spooned me to sleep? That didn't happen that way, man. I'm just setting the record straight. I didn't spoon you to sleep. I was making sure you were on your side because you were puking. And you fell asleep on my arm. And I I was stuck. You know what I'm saying? I fell asleep on my back. I think I got cold. And I might have cuddled up next to you for body heat. But I don't even remember that, you know. I woke up in the morning and it was like puke, then goat, and then me. He was laying in between me and and the puke. I get up. Belle is sleeping on the floor. AJ's sleeping on the floor. I think the girl was gone. And Nate was gone. And I go and sit on the couch, and the couch is wet. I smell the couch. It smells like pee. Right? So I'm like, what the fuck? I I immediately check my crotch. I'm like, no, I I didn't even sleep there. I asked Belle. His crotch was dry. 
AJ was obviously preoccupied. The only person that wasn't there. I'm not going to say the name. But it's a mystery to this day. We don't have any official word on who peed the couch. But I got some ideas. I got some ideas. So on that note, I'm going to wrap up today. I'm going to get some shit for you guys next Sunday, though. I love y'all. All right? Don't lose faith in humanity yet. You still got me. <laughs> All right, I love y'all. Peace out. See you next week.